Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. What's going on, my Void family? Welcome back. <laughs> Glad it's to be so there. good to see. Uh, Robert, I love that you always start with a sigh of relief. That's what I assume that is. It's not a sigh of relief. It's a gasp for breath. <laughs> no, there's no rule that says you have to hold your breath before we hit record. We're, we're listeners at home. We're trying to create a space of silence that Carlos can use later when editing the episode to like remove background noise. So I'm trying really hard not to breathe into my mic during that very important period of silence. <laughs> and I always go just a little longer than you think I am. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, man. Who's playing with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing the himbo from Limbo. What? Xandar Rednecks. <laughs> ah! Who also uses he, him pronouns. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd, sh- I thought I'd shake it up a little bit. I I consider I'd, I'd us shaken. Oh, no. no, that was good. Consider that was good. us shaken. <laughs> hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing fan favorite Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. <laughs> and my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns. And I'm the hacker, like a cracker jacker. Whoa. I don't know. Fuck it. I didn't write it down. Gonna do that here. Gonna <laughs> do that here. Is this okay on YouTube? Finish your intro. <laughs> I play Rain Hall Winter, who uses she/her pronouns. <laughs> um, and I tried to corral these space kittens. I am yeah. Jules. I use they them pronouns, and I will be your void master. Oh, we had a very eventful game last time with mm-hmm. some uh, void spiders. Uh, so let's uh, take a second and collect ourselves and remember what happened last time. Provisional field notes. Dr. Hestia Moonbreaker Moonscab Base. I'll admit. Seeing my lab again after all this time has filled me with an unpleasant mixture of foreboding and hope. I feel I have somehow lost the trust of the crew of the Star Corsair, and yet, despite that, they have accompanied me on this recovery mission. In now, as I set down these notes, the whole winter girl, the broken synthetic, that loudmouth githyanki with what I assume is his earth elemental paramour, are struggling against rogue specimens 0089, the Farsidian phase spiders. A shame. I will likely lose such rare and valuable samples. Though, it seems one of them may have gotten away. I'll flag that detail for later. We will shortly continue the grim work of clearing out my laboratories and getting my base of operations fully back online. My darling, look what these filthy intruders have done to our home. They will pay. End of log. So we see a void forged in a dark room. You can hear screaming and gunfire just from 
out of frame. The Voidforge seems to be hardwiring themselves into an escape pod. And there are two others that enter the room. A massive shirtless orc in khaki pants, mm-hmm. accompanied by a human that seems to be dressed uh, very stylishly, but is severely wounded. Um, they seem to be trying to fend off something that is just out of sight. They're both wielding arcane firearms. Suddenly, the escape pod snaps open, and the Voidforged grabs the human and tosses them into the pod. The Voidforged enters and turns back to look at the orc. They both nod and understanding. The orc draws a multi-tool, flicks the blade open as they turn their face off screen to their attackers. You see the human, barely visible through the screen of the pod, pounding on the glass, calling uselessly out to the orc who dives knife out into the darkness as the pod jettisons itself from the base. And then the video stops. You are all in the communications hub in Moonscab base as um, Hestia is playing back some security footage. She uh, slams a fist down on the council. They're not supposed to be in there. <sighs> no matter. And she begins sort of like clicking around on the council. Uh, what are you all doing? I think that Hart is paying special attention, trying to trying to identify the the Void Forge to see mm-hmm. if there's like any similarities in our build or function. Absolutely, I think you could roll investigation or insight. Mm-hmm. My dice were stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am going to roll insight because I think I'm a little better at that. Okay. Um, and that is going to be a 19. Uh, you are not similar to this void forged. Uh, I think what stands out to you is similar to Junk, who you encountered on Poseidia. And now, in some ways, you with your new arm, this uh, Voidforge seems to be made up of different parts and um, also seems to be sort of like acting strangely. There's something about the behavior of this uh, a unit seems off to you, almost as if they have kind of more autonomy and control of themselves. Um, but you can see that they've definitely like sort of hacked into whatever system that they were using on the uh, a security footage to activate that escape pod. Hmm. Um, I think I just sort of like file that information away for myself and like and like shoot up like a little. Um, I suppose the right word for it would be prayer, but I don't know if that's necessarily what Hart would call it. Just like hoping that they are okay wherever they are. Interesting. Uh, Xandar uh, and Rain, what about you? Uh, Xandar is going to track how many pods left the station and how many pods, uh, if any, are left. Sure. That won't require a check. It seemed to be the only one there. And uh, you could tell from, like, sort of Hestia's reaction watching this video that that was an area of whatever this laboratory is that she did not want people in. Hmm. So she was more concerned about the people than whatever was attacking them, correct? Absolutely. I say to Hestia, I say, I say, yo, uh, we're the only people here 
on this base, right? We don't have to worry about anything else other than mutant spiders. I have no idea what you will encounter on this base. It's best you go room by room and secure the location. I'll be taking the elevator up while you will all go down. Uh, can you, uh, at least, uh, you know, based on your memory, uh, give us an idea where any possible, I don't know, traps might be? I know you got this place probably really well secured and, you know, maybe just a, a heads up before we start clearing rooms would be really helpful. It seems that Void Forge disabled my security system. However, I can also tell here that the specimen lab has been breached. There were a number of um, difficult specimens there that may have escaped. That might give you some problems. You've met a few of them already. She uh, gestures sort of back towards the dock where you fought the spiders. And you ain't afraid of splitting off by yourself. I mean, you're not exactly combat savvy. Is that what you think? She um, sort of places her hand in the center of the console and you hear like a long sustained beep and the console itself sort of opens up and you see a long rod sort of shoot out of it. Uh, she grabs it and you see it's like sort of this clear tube with circuitry running all the way up it and at the very top of it there is a crystal that is sort of um, encapsulated by uh, these like uh, silver claws um, and as she grips it uh, this arcane energy just starts sort of welling out of it um, she like takes it she holds it in her hand and she kind of like waves it around in the air and you see like a cascade of what look like fireflies sort of appear above her head in a swarm. And they sort of like start like kind of dancing around the room. And then one of them lands on each one of you. If you want to see kind of what those are, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Or Arcana. 15. 7. 11. All right. I'm going to say Rain. You take a look at this like little... It looks like a lightning bug that sort of landed on your collar, and it is a very small machine, almost like a, a like tiny robot. Um, you think that these might be nanites, nanobots. And their their primary function is to provide light, it seems. Is that a fair assumption? Uh, that seems to be one of their sub, um, uh, functions, but from what you can gather, this is probably the method by which... Hestia casts spells. The wand or the nanites? Uh, the wand sort of controls the nanites. Oh, interesting. Okay. Neato. I, I lean over to Xandar. I say, remember what I was telling you about pulling your power from somewhere for spells? I think we know uh, what Hestia's is, so just keep an eye on these nanites. Yeah, yeah. And Xandar is just like really kiddishly excited. Uh, I think that GIF as children play a lot of like elves and mind flares, you know, so like seeing an elvish weapon is like we used to like swing around like sticks and like pretend we had elvish weapons like this. You know? I love that. Absolutely. That's so cute. Um, she sort of looks at you and rolls her eyes. These will allow us to stay in contact as you travel through the base. Please don't play with them. Um, I think Hart 
uh, has their their hand out and like is like trying to get the firefly to land on one of their fingers, and then like looks over at Hestia when, when she says that, um, and then uh, um, and then I think that Hart asks, um, "Will you be all right? You are still technically under my protection." You do not need to worry about me. I have to activate the upper console. It is connected to my DNA. However, the bypass shunt should be enough for you to use in the server room. Affirmative. Good luck. I shouldn't need it. Uh, You see the uh, swarm sort of collects at her feet and it sort of like lifts her up the ground. And um, they sort of carry her over towards the um, elevator. Sick. Be careful on your way down and keep me informed to your progress. Any questions before I leave? Uh, No, have fun. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) We're all standing next to each other, like just waving in the same like doofy way. She um, holds her head in her hands and sort of sighs deeply. And the um, nanites carry her up the elevator. Uh, The elevator shaft, I should should say. You can tell that this elevator seems to be out of order. Hmm. Um, So uh, geographically speaking, mm -hmm. uh, what direction would we need to go to head to the server room? Uh, Her indication was that you would need to go down the elevator shaft to the very bottom floor. And from the bottom floor, you would proceed all the way down a corridor to a uh, large room that sort of has some experimental um, machinery in it Mm -hmm. um, to ignore all of that and do not touch any of it. And then you access her personal um, office down there, and there should be a private elevator that will take you down to the server room. Got from the office or near the office? Um, From the office. Okay. Um, She also kind of wants you to kind of uh, take, like, survey of the rooms you come across just to um, update her to the damage and, like, if there are any specimens loose or anything like that. Cool. Uh, But that's certainly a secondary order. Um, how far down does the elevator shaft go? Does it look from where we are? Uh, who has dark vision? Uh, Xandar has a special dark vision. I have umbral sight. Oh my goodness. Wow. How far does that extend your vision to? Uh, that is a fantastic question. (laughs) I do not have the answer to that in front of me. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it may, it may actually just function as... Dark vision uh, up to sixty feet. Sixty feet. Then I will say that the uh, shaft continues beyond the range of your dark vision. Just sort of goes down. Oh. Uh, Rain doesn't have dark vision. Okay. Uh, but I'd like to tinker with a couple of coins and and basic or no, I I pull up a pipe, a couple pipes from the ground. Mm-hmm. Imagine that there's some damage and debris. Oh sure. Um. Yeah, you see a I, broken apart robot, a robot that looks like it has exploded. There's definitely plenty of debris from that. Sick. I take some parts from its arms, and uh, I create uh, two little flashlights using the magical tinkering, and I give one to Tanyo and <laughs> one for me. And it just it just uh, sheds bright light in a five-foot radius and dim light for another five. Fabulous. So, so it's not perfect, but just to help. No, that's useful. You walk over, you see Rain walk over to this sort of like broken robot and start like pulling pieces together, connecting them and infusing them with her own power. And then um, they light up. 
Um, is there a place near the entrance to the elevator shaft that looks secure enough for me to tie like the end of a rope to? I'd say yes. I uh, turn to the group uh, and I say, I have 50 feet of rope. It is possible we could rappel down the elevator shaft that far, and then the two of you could continue to rappel down using me as a base. Now, that could be a useful thing to have, but I will tell you, looking down the elevator shaft, you do see sort of maintenance, um, like a maintenance ladder that goes all the way down. It is just a straight climb, so if any of you were to fall for whatever reason, you would just plummet to the bottom. Uh, But that would be the most obvious way to get down the elevator shaft. So All maybe right. we maybe we tie ourselves to this rope in case someone falls, and maybe Hart, since you're the strongest of us, you can hang tight, and then but we we climb down like normal, just for safety's sake. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> Xandar has already tied himself to Hart. <laughs> <laughs> so are you all tying Before yourselves? Before this was even a plan, are you tying yourselves um to each other with um Hart as like the anchor, or are you tying this to? A structure in this room. So my thought, my thought is, so I have this rope canonically that comes out of my body. Um, oh yes, canonically. That is like yes. that is like connected to me. So my thought is like I will tie one, one end of it to like the top, and then when mm. we will like climb down the ladder fifty feet, mm-hmm. but just as like in case one of us falls, we have this this like rope that will keep us from plummeting, and then when we reach fifty feet, I'll recall the rope, retie it, and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll allow it. Yeah, that works Yay! for me. Yeah, it's canon. Yeah, yeah, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, I do. I really quickly before we go down, I wave the the flashlight like it was one that magic uh, wand yeah. that Hestia had, and I say, "Let's try our best not to fuck this up." <laughs> <laughs> and ours rolling on the floor laughing. Um, and you delighted. all hear like a voice coming from this uh, tiny robot on your shoulders say, "Have you proceeded down the shaft yet?" Or Jesus you- Christ! <laughs> <laughs> It yeah, yeah, we're like on our way. Location has not changed. Sorry, sorry, we're just prepping, uh, uh, not messing around here. Just making sure we have all of our uh, logistics uh, <laughs> straightforward. Uh, we're heading down uh, as we speak. Come on, come on. Let's go, Very let's well, go. I've encountered some resistance. I'll be off calm for a few minutes. Fair enough. Uh, good luck out there. And you kind of hear like a rumble coming from above you. <laughs> Well, I'm sure she's got that handled. All right, let's go. <laughs> all right. I'll begin to uh, propel sort of down the side of this elevator. Um, you do use that full length of 50 feet of rope where you have to now like sort of recall that rope and retie it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that this is going to require a dex check. This is kind of a hard thing to do sure. mid-climb. So... Heart, I'm gonna have you do a sleight of hand check. Ooh, fun. Ooh, 13. Oh no, 14. 14. 14? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna say you feel yourself as you're like sort of like release um to begin to tie, you feel yourself lose your balance. <gasps> uh give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's a seven. Oh, okay. with chronal shift. <laughs> oh, 
I spin, I see it just, and I smash it really quick. You see thousands of heart plummet, hearts plummeting down this shaft all around you, um, hitting different points, bouncing around. You see a heart fall down and smash into Xandar, and then both of them fall down together. Um, and you try to seize the one scenario in which this goes off without a hitch. Go it's ahead. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. <laughs> Roll that deck save again. Okay. Ooh, boy, 16. You center in on the perfect scenario. And heart, you tie the rope with no problem. Um, this is, I think, the second time that this has happened to Heart, where like they were about to fall and then time shifted. And I and I uh I think it's a little disorienting. Yeah. Because like their sensors were like danger, and then suddenly there is no danger, and I think that they're just like if they could vomit, they would vomit a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think but there's you nothing all in there. Feel it when Rain does this, although you might not know what it is unless you're Rain herself. Um, but what it feels like is this like intense deja vu. And and that makes a ton of sense too, because the energy coming from the watch is something even Rain doesn't understand it, but it's like very dense. So like it it it's also affecting like our stomachs. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you continue to make your way down. You get to the first set of doors. On either side of this shaft, there are doors that open up into rooms. Uh, one of them is marked uh, Crew Deck A. The other one is Crew Deck B. Roll a perception check for me. That's going to be a 21 for Xandar. Nice. 19. I also got a 19. Wow. And high five. <laughs> yeah, all of you high five while also holding on to this rope and to this ladder. Um, you will all hear from crew deck B the sound of voices, many voices. You hear like a... <laughs> just like sort of going on. Uh, you can't really make out like what they're saying, but um, definitely the doors to it are like partially open, but it's like pitch black in there. Um, and you hear voices. Xandar, with over 20, you also, from Crew Deck A, feel like the slightest twinge of psychic energy, which I think makes sense because this is something that you're kind of trained to sense as a gift. Mm -hmm. uh, you just feel like sort of like a, a psionic pulse, very tiny, coming from that room. Hmm. You, you, two, you two feel that? Hmm? <laughs> well, well, it feels like from this door over here, there's definitely some kind of some kind of energy radiating from this door. And then it feels like from over here, a bunch of cats in a burlap sack. <laughs> What is a cat? Uh, Xandar pulls out his um, his phone and Default. just shows unlimited folder of cat photos. Too hard. How many cat photos do you have on this Beesmo phone? 
Uh, I think uh, a ton. I think upwards <laughs> of a hundred for sure. And like okay. some of them are like memes, but they're like really on the nose memes. Like not funny, like not tactful at all. They're like <laughs> just cute cats. Xander's like an old person with cat pictures on his phone. I need I you say, to uh, roll a data limit check. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, I say to Xander, I say, this is why your phone is so slow. <laughs> Uh, 31. 31? Oh, I roll. I thought, I assumed it was on a D100. It's I don't not. Know why. It's not. I don't know why I that. Uh, Get a cat bonus? I got a 10. A 10? Uh, you have, uh, hit your data limit. Yeah. <laughs> but I just can't delete any of these pictures. These are very small and very cute. I am afraid of feelings behind the door. The voices at least will belong to something. I hope. And we were instructed to clear things out? Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like the voices, the voices might be like a, a trap. You know, whatever is creating the mental energy might be throwing voices in that other room to get people to go in there. And then mm. once you got your back turned, they're going to attack you from this other door. Mm, I, I'm going to take a, about 10 minutes mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to cast Detect I use a ritual to cast detect magic and scan both of the doors and see if there's any type of magic like necromantic or uh, illusion or anything like that. You can totally do that. I do think you need a single target for detect magic. Or is it like a general area effect? You tell me. I'm not super familiar. I think it's a general area, but I will look that up for you really quick. I can look it up too. I might be just as fast. (laughs) No. I might be faster. For the duration. And this sense. one's Calico Cat. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you are able to do a 10-minute ritual spell because because Xandar is teaching Hart all about cats. Oh, you sense the this presence. This one's got a rain jacket on. <laughs> you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you, so it is an area sort of thing. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 However, however, yes. and I'm doing this to myself, it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal. A thin sheet of lead or three feet of wood or dirt. So if it's like behind a metal door, I wouldn't be able to see like what's on the other side. But if there's like magic affecting us on this side, then I'd be able to detect it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say from that spell, and and we've established that one of these doors is partially open. The other door is Mm. fully open. Um, You see that, that sort of like, like lines of psionic energy sort of like coming from that room, very faint, like thread almost line that comes up and it like boop connects to your head, boop connects to Xandar's head and connects to Hart's head. Um, Across the way, you sense, I don't think this would belong to any particular school per se, Mm -hmm. but you sense just like the most disgusting wave of magic it feels like a a jumble of just noise almost i see it makes you uncomfortable yeah someone fucked with like the natural flow of things if if i can't detect what school of magic it is it's like some sort of like fucked up thing exactly okay well be careful everyone um affirmative and this these things connected to our heads like while while i had like while i was scanning it or were they already like they were like already there. You just like sort of revealed them to yourself with detect magic. So our hypothesis of something affecting our minds might be true here. 
um, in regards to what's on either side of the, the doors. Mm-hmm. Should we prioritize our current mission and insert the bypass shunt, or should we stop and take care of whatever problem this might be? I think if I remember correctly, Hestia said that we would be safest if we cleared the rooms along the way. Um, Hestia didn't indicate that you would be safest. She just wanted oh, okay. you to do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, we're not going to be... Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, and, and if whatever is... Uh, if, if whatever is behind this partially opened door, this like mental energy thing is connected to us, if we just continue, I feel like it's just going to have like the drop on us going forward. It might be best to just confront it now. Yeah. And you saw no connection between whatever is in the room with like the faint psionic lines um, to the room with the voices. Uh, there's no lines going over there. So how do, what do we want to do? We want to fight a bunch of cats or we want to fight brain people? I do not wish to fight cats. They are very sweet. Is it, is it dark enough that a creature would be relying on dark vision to see me? Uh, you would assume that any creature in these rooms, if it were trying to see, would have to have the aid of some sort of dark vision. Okay. Then I, I think that uh, if you two like scoot out of the way of the door... Xandar can at least like carefully open this door the rest of the way because anything relying on dark vision to see me, I am effectively invisible. Okay, cool. So you want to sort of jimmy over to that door with the voices, uh, slide that door open and kind of take a look inside using the cover of your your uh, dark powers. Your, your oh, the, the mental energy door is the one that's open? Yeah, that one's wide open. Oh, okay. Never mind then, because that's what the one that I think we should go through. Oh, okay. I think we should go in there. Okay. Let's do it. Um, you proceed into that door. That one's actually much easier for you to get to because it is on the same side as the uh, maintenance ladder. Um, you climb in, and you see a room that is in utter disarray. Just furniture thrown all over the place. There's also bodies in here. Um, there is after you've left sort of that um, dock area with the spiders, there is atmosphere in here. Like there, there's breathable air and you see like rotting bodies just sort of strewn about the room. Um, there's light music, a little art on the walls. Yeah. There's atmosphere in here. There's atmosphere, there's yeah. atmosphere yeah. It's very noir. Very good uh, feng shui in here. Big vibes. <laughs> Um, Xander, you're going in here first, sort of using the advantage of your um, dread yeah, ambush powers. I'll, I'll case the room. Why don't you give me a perception check or investigation? Okay. That's a 15. 15. All right. You are going to see on the very far side of this room, it's pretty large in here. It looks to be sort of like a kind of like a common area. There's some sleeping quarters in here too. This is definitely like where the crew, like whoever worked at this lab sort of slept. Um, in the far back, you see a sort of hatch in the wall has been like sort of taken off. Um, it looks like, like some sort of like service access, maybe to like some pipes or uh, HVAC or something like that. Directly under it, you see like a, like, like a big like scattering of paper. Um, all over the place. And on top of that paper, sort of chewing on its corners, you see a rat. 
um, the rat turns and like looks directly in your area. Okay. Uh, you can tell it cannot like see you, but it has some like sort of awareness that you are there. Um, but it's sort of like looking around. This rat looks like a normal rat, except you can see its brain. It's like brain is exposed and it's sort of like pulsating ever so slightly. It sort of like looks in your direction, squeaks, and then kind of like moves away from that area and kind of like goes under a table. All right. I cast speak with animals. <laughs> Yay. You cast speak with animals. What school of magic is that? Speak with animals is a divination spell. You cast speak with animals and your spell fails. Something is like blocked your spell. Dang. I'm like, hello. Hello. <laughs> Don't be rude. I'm right here. I know you can hear me. Hello. Um, Not you, Hart. Be quiet out there. Sorry. Xandar, are you here? Can you hear me? Oh. I suppose. Yeah. I can't see you. I got this whole thing going on. I don't really want to explain it right now. <laughs> That's okay. What happened here? There was a lot of big things in here. They were angry. They broke everything. And they pulled him out of the wall. And they dragged him out. Who, who'd they drag out? The man in the wall. Does, does Xandar know that his spell failed? Yes. I'm going to say... Whatever is, like, currently communicating you with you has, like, sort of pushed itself into your mind. Uh, You're, like, not hearing a voice in with your ears. You're hearing a voice in your head. Oh, I'm I'm starting to freak out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Xandar doesn't like things penetrating his psyche. (laughs) Oh, Shale's with Uh, you, too, by the way. I fucking forgot that Shale was here. Shale is, uh, also has Jesus. climbed down this maintenance shaft and is like chilling with you. <laughs> Shale, you scared the shit out of me. Sorry, I'm very quiet. Do you require a change of pants? I... I'm okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I can still see this rat or he's under a table? He's crawled under a table. Uh, you can tell it's there. It's not like really doing a very good job of like trying to hide from you, but it is like sort of um, under this table now. How uh, heavy do you think that, is it like a pretty solid table? Is it more than ten a 10 pound table? <laughs> For what purpose? I want to flip it with my mage hand and then shoot oh. the rat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I would say you can do that. I, I allow it. Yeah, sure. Uh, the table's broken, so I'd say it's, it weighs a little less than a normal table. All right, I like I I bring my uh, rifle up to ready myself, and then I send my mage hand over, and uh, my mage hand like turns back to me and like gives uh. the okay, and then I like nod my head, and then the mage hand flips the table, and I fire at the red as soon as I can see it. I'll roll the hit. Oh yeah, uh, is this a surprise attack? Uh, no. Oh, he's in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess you are an unseen attacker, though. I am unseen, indeed. So you would get advantage. Tight. Uh, all right. Well, I got a twenty-three to hit. Um, you shoot the rat. The rat explodes, and um, you know, little rat particles go flying about the room. 
Um, that's for how you stay out of my head. <laughs> you hear skittering all around you. It sounds like it's kind of in the pipes, like in the ceiling. Um, roll a perception check. Jesus. 12. Um, it sounds like it's getting closer to your location now that you've done this. Um, you just hear it coming from, almost sounds like it's coming from below you, working its way up the, like, infrastructure of this lab. All right. I, I tiptoe backwards four steps. <laughs> okay. And then I use my mage hand to knock on the floor where I was before. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, roll a deception check. Yes. <laughs> I love it when you say those words. <laughs> we all have one. 19. Um, okay. Okay. I'm gonna, I guess I'll contest it. Okay. What are the people outside doing? Um, I think waiting for a signal. You did hear a gunshot. Does that, has that changed your, your... Um... I, <laughs> I can't see anything if this room is dark. Um, so I, uh, I'm i going to trust that like if someone is shooting a gun, it's Xandar. And if Xandar hasn't said anything to us in the B or otherwise, then like I am, I am, I'm waiting for a command. All right, Xandar, you are waiting in this room. You hear the skittering and you hear it kind of in the walls and the floor all around you. You tap an area where you were just standing to sort of trick where the sound is coming from. And it all just sort of stops all at once. And then from that open panel in the wall, you see this bright light, like a spotlight on you as this pile of these rats comes out of that wall for you. Roll for initiative. Shit. Woo! And we got our plus eight, don't forget. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Alright, I got a twenty-one. Okay. I got a sixteen. I got a twenty-eight. Oh my god. Ooh. Mama. Fast. Hart, you are in the initiative order, but you are not currently really in combat. Um, you're like on the stairs, you hear noise coming from that room, but you have not heard anything that I think has alerted you to danger. But what do you do? Um, I will then, um, speak in, uh, the, the, I keep calling it a bee, the firefly. Um, mm. does that, can we communicate through that as well? Or is it just to Hestia? Uh, she hasn't really explained to you how these things work. Um, I will whisper to the bee, um, well, I guess I don't need to do that because I established earlier using a bit that Xandar can hear me. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna poke my head up into the door. I assumed that I moved down so that he could move in. Okay. I'm gonna poke my head up into the door um, and whisper, "Do you require assistance?" I think when you move your head in, you will see this bright light coming from the very back of this room and Xandar uh, sort of being backlit by it. Affirmative. That frightens me. So I will. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna move in there. I'm coming in. Okay. Um. You get in. I'd say you probably have enough movement to get at least in league with Xandar. Mm -hmm. If you dash, you'd probably be able to get in front of him a bit. I will do that. 
I will okay. dash to stand in front of him. Okay, Shield you run out. into this room, you see much of the same things. Once you pass in front of Xandar, you see this swarm of rats with these exposed brains coming out of the wall towards you. Um, that's going to take us to Xandar. Nice. Uh, so after dropping to the floor so that Hart can uh, hurdle Xandar, Xandar will peek up between Hart's legs and I will cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action okay. on the swarm of rats. Okay. And then I will attack it. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> uh, this is not going to be a sharp shot. Okay. Okay, uh, I got a 17 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, here we go. It's going to be a little cumbersome here. A lot of dice are going to happen. Uh, <laughs> we so love I'm to also hear it. going to take this opportunity to mark it as a favored foe. Okay. Uh, which is not uh, in action at all. So I need a d4, and I need a d10, and I need a d6. <laughs> Your turn is horrifying. <laughs> uh, but that is going to only be nine damage. Uh, what kind of damage is that? This is force damage. Force damage. Cool. All right. Uh, and then I will take my second attack. This is going to be an 18 to hit. That'll hit. I don't get any of my special stuff on this one. Just D10. Uh, plus two is going to be 10 damage on this one. 10 force damage. Ouch, that was worse, though. <laughs> okay. I know, right? I rolled really poorly on the first one. Uh, <laughs> and then and then I'm going to, since this is the first turn in initiative, attack a third time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, this time it's going to be a 22 to hit. That hits. Sick. And then because of my dread ambusher on this special attack, I get uh, an additional D8. <laughs> you are never leveling up. <laughs> I just want you to be on the same page. <laughs> oh, okay. That is going to be 13 more force damage. Jesus Christ. Nice. I also, I should have maybe thought about the implication of giving you weapons that do force damage. Um, that was on me, but, uh, you whittle this swarm down to just like a few of these things left. You like lay in some heavy hits right into the mass of the swarm. And these rats are dropping like flies. They are like less than half strength now. That's the okay. end of your turn, I think. Yeah, I imagine with my three shots, so I'm like shooting from between Hart's legs, but like sitting on my butt, so that with each force shot, the gun moves me back a little bit, so I'm like getting pushed back to the door to where Rain is, so that after my third shot, I can like reach my hand out to like sort of tag Rain in. <laughs> uh, Rain, what do you do? You get tagged in. I slap Xandar's hand and I go, let's go! And I, <laughs> I smack my watch and I'm going to cast um, Mind Sliver on it. So it has to do an intelligence saving throw um, of DC 15. Okay. Uh, it fails. Okay, it's going to take... What kind of spell is Mind Slayer? Uh, what, what's cool? Uh, enchantment. Okay, continue. It takes 
five psychic damage, and the next saving throw it makes, uh, it is uh, one minus one d four. Let me tell you, it's not going to be making a next saving throw. Rain, what does it look like when you cast Mind Sliver? <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> okay, this is what happens. So we've established that Mind Sliver is a really high pitched noise, and I want I want it to be like when I cast it, it's like so high pitched that the brains start to like swell to a point where they like burst <laughs> and it's like it's a swarm so it's like oh my god yeah you little rat them. brain popcorn little bra- right? <laughs> rat brain popcorn you pop them like popcorn you leave it down it is there's just one rat left and we'll break initiative as it's just like sort of like standing in the middle of all the um other uh dead rats um you all hear in your voice why why do you hurt us because you're freaking creepy and spooky and in my head. <laughs> we will remember. We will remember. Oh, man, it tries to crawl back into that shaft. Do you let it go? I want to catch it. <laughs> if, I, I'm, if I can try. Give me your second sleight of hand check of the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope, that's a nine. Well, I guess it will contest it with um, its what? Uh... Minus one d four. Uh, no. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Minus one d four. Oh no. <laughs> Give me that rat. That is insane. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting lost. Um, you grab this rat. <laughs> you grab this rat. I don't know what else to I put w- it. <laughs> I want to be clear that I that I that I catch the rat with both my hands. Like I imagine that like it is like trying to wherever it's trying to escape to. I just want to like like scoop it up in my hands. Uh, and I want to say, um, uh, is it you? Uh, are you the one speaking to me? We are many. We all speak to you. How many of you are there? We are countless. We reproduce endlessly. We will grow more. We will see all. We will know all. Did Why Hestia do you hurt us? You? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the rat says, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, sorry. Xandar, <laughs> Xandar has heard this sort of rhetoric before. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I ask, uh, did Hestia make you? Hestia? What is Hestia? A woman, I believe. An elf. She is a scientist. This is her home. We don't know these words. We are here. We are many. We grow. Affirmative. Remember this. If you try to hurt my friends, I will destroy you. Uh, and then I'm gonna put the rat in the hole in the wall and let it go. No, damn it, heart! It goes down oh. the hole. Uh, the last thing you all hear in your minds is, we will remember. Xandar goes to smash it with the butt of his gun and just misses as it gets into the wall. <laughs> Turn back. Damn it, heart! You don't know what you just did. There are many more of those, so it said. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't make much sense killing it because then the other ones would come for us. Although, can we just take a moment to realize, guys, we just did our first combo. We did like a team combo. That was fucking sick. I high five everyone. Affirmative. And yeah, I high five them back. 
Yeah, we still need a name. We're all high five. Shale's just yeah, like standing right. in the corner I have a with name. his arms folded. <laughs> um, you all standing in this room, high fiving each other endlessly. Um, you were standing around all of these like sort of papers that had been scattered around um, the entrance of this shaft. Uh, you all hear from your shoulders. All right, I'm in position. I assume you're there. Negative. We were stopped by a legion of rats. Rats. Yeah, like brain rats. Affirmative. You did ask us to clear out the rooms. Oh, yes. The cranium rats. I suppose I'll have to make more of those. Well, I suppose I'll be waiting for you. Affirmative. Pick up the pace. Hestia, before we move any further, I need you to tell me right now. Is anything that we might encounter in this lab... Illithid in nature? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 Uh, Hestia says, You do not need to concern yourself with what is in this lab. Uh, roll I an insight check that on that. A yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is. Doo, 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 14. That was a direct avoidance of the question. She yeah. did not want to answer that. Yeah. Xandar's primary objective is now clear out the rooms. <laughs> I'm in. I get did super serious. I assume there's like rat blood from all the rat brain popcorn. Oh, yeah. It's fucking disgusting in here. Xandar gets super serious and like scoops it up and like wipes no. it on his face. Oh, no. Xandar, like no. Like an Urukai. Oh, no. <laughs> Xandar, no. <laughs> Roll for says, performance, I guess. <laughs> yeah. How cool does it look? Uh, I did. It's a 19. I did get a 19. Oh. Somehow it does yeah. look kind of awesome. Oh, Xander, that's sick. I do it too. Because <laughs> it's so cool. I'm impressed. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Um, Shale like sort of stumbles in to the room. Sorry, was there something happening in here? I turn up and I have like football blood <laughs> marks under my eyes. Oh my God. I, I rolled a four in my performance. <laughs> uh, is Rain okay? Are you bleeding? Is that your blood? What's happening? What? No, it, but it is kind of burning my eyes a little bit. Negative. Uh, Rain wished to smear rat blood on her face. Oh, don't do that. Why Why are you all doing that? <laughs> Look. Not we all. I, I, I want to I huddle everybody real quick. I want to pull everybody <laughs> close because Xander's getting real serious now. <laughs> yeah. Say, look, from here on out, every creature we encounter, there's no more diplomacy, there's no more conversation, there's no more letting anything escape. We kill everything in this base. Um, you hear, that's a negative on that, Xandar. Do not forget, you're on my property. And I just, I, I look, I, I like look at the little, um... Uh, firefly thing mm-hmm. and then I look back at everybody else and I just mouth it again without making any noise. I say everything in this unsettles heart uh, but they don't necessarily have the vocabulary to express that so I don't think that they respond. I think they just sort of like um, just sort of like nod their head All right. but they don't agree. We fade back into the shadows of the elevator shaft to the room directly across from you that is uh, partially cracked open where we hear the (laughs) and we see an eye looking through the crack. And that's where we'll stop. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky. Uh, Super spooky. (laughs) 
scary. Um, yeah. Okay. We're moving. We're moving through the base. Uh, we have uh, some. We have a lot of announcements today. I think. Right. I don't remember what a single one of them are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay, I have some written down. We have so much cool stuff to share we with do, you all do. that I had to We're literally excited. write it down. All right, Carlos, take it away. Is it just so much fun <laughs> stuff. No, yeah. oh my God, you're right. You're oh, right. We're skipping well, to me. Hold on. So the first thing is is our new YouTube channel. Why are you saying it so slowly? Is that what we're talking <laughs> Which, about? Who, who are you setting the volleyball to here? Who do you want to, who do you want to no, take it? I'm confused. <laughs> We all go to Spike. It's a it's we a, all it's go a, to it's spike a full it. team decoy. Wait, actually, yeah, Bianca, you're you're head of marketing. Bianca, am, take it away. <laughs> I'm head of marketing. This is a nice promotion. Hi, everyone. It's me, head of marketing. Um, if you need me, you can page my assistant. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, some some you know the typical social media sites. If you want to, you can follow us on Instagram and Reddit at the Pod Has Been Cast. You can find us on Twitter at the PHB Cast, and we do have a brand new youtube channel as jules so slowly <laughs> revealed I'm to so you sorry. all um i believe the youtube channel is the same <laughs> as our instagram and our reddit right the pod has been cast full correct. title correct absolutely um so you can find us you can like and subscribe all of our videos and comment in the box below i'm so excited i've never gotten to say that before um <laughs> uh we will be uh premiering our uh well, should I give this secret away? Do we want to tell them what our first video is going to be? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we get to, yeah. we get to check off another one of my YouTube dreams, which is <laughs> we did an unboxing video. Um, and if you want to see the contents of that, um, you can like subscribe and follow us on YouTube um, and you'll be able to see what exactly we did and why. We also have a um, Patreon cooking in the works uh, where you all are going to be able to get access mm-hmm. to some cool pot has been cast merch at mm-hmm. um, different levels of engagement if you want to support the show we'll shout you out here in this little chunk of time that is just utter chaos and madness you can be part of that chaos and madness for a price (laughs) (laughs) and And by the time this episode comes out and you all hear this message you can go back three weeks and look at all the links we posted on social media about it yay (laughs) um But seriously, I think really quickly, I think in regards to the Patreon, I know we're joking about the money stuff, but, you know, we have a lot of fun putting this together for you all. And the support has Mm. already been magnificent um, with all the the character art and and the the um, we had someone 3D print a a D20 for us and like people leaving really nice reviews and and just subscribing and, and and watching the show all the way to these episodes it it's been amazing and we've had a lot of fun making it and we want to keep making this for you all um and with your support on patreon um all of that would be possible Mm -hmm. and and we can make it even better from that point on so if you like this stuff if you enjoy Mm -hmm. hearing jules's sweet sweet voice um maybe maybe with your support we might be able to you know get some uh fancy studio mics and uh and make Good all of fucking our voices luck. sound like yeah. Jesus. Pod has been cast um, ASMR coming your way, <laughs> <laughs> but only if you subscribe to our Patreon. That's right. Only on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, we love you all, and thank you so much. And uh, um, and, yeah, yeah, Carly, you sort of took your thank you section without me having to throw it to you. Love it. Um, that's <laughs> no segue. Um, needed. And you all, no you segue call, call the very specific shot 
in this section that when we got a certain level of, of listenership, we were going to do a Hot Ones episode. And that Hot Ones episode is going to be on our <laughs> YouTube channel coming soon to a computer near you. And I'm going to make a called shot right now <gasps> that somebody on this podcast owes me oh, a Pokemon-themed D&D game for oh. my birthday. <laughs> and I think we could definitely paywall that yes. shit. Absolutely. So look for us playing uh, Pokemon d and uh, soon. Pokeball has been cast. On yeah. uh, Patreon. And, That's a good uh, one. Did be... you just come up with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those words start with a pay. That's good. That's perfect. Uh, now, without further ado, this is a very long after episode. Uh, we're going to go to somewhere where we can all just sort of unwind and mm. unzip our flies and take off our shoes and settle in for a nice long day at Robert's Corner. Yeah, I learned. Uh, well, I got to babysit. Uh, not babysit. That's the wrong word. I got to feed my neighbor's cats. They were out of town <laughs> for a little while, so I was feeding my neighbor's cats. I'm pretty allergic to cats. Full disclosure. Pretty allergic. So Same. me and cats, we don't interact very much. Um, but this experience was a good opportunity for me to like get some FaceTime with some cats. Mm. And also, I learned recently that cats. Um, the reason that you make sounds like like. Psst, to cats is because those types of like hard, harsh sounds are the types of sounds that they can like actually register and hear. So they can't even really hear like M's and N's and like soft noises like mm. that. Like, so it's weird if you like say meow to a cat, they can't hear you. Like it doesn't register to them. Interesting. Um, and so I got to like, uh, when I was hanging out with these cats, I was like testing out like different noises and different sounds. And I think it pretty much checks out. So, um, when you're the, the piece of advice that I learned is when you go to name your cat, name it something with like a lot of harsh sounds or, or like consonants in it. So that, like uh, bomb ballerina or skimble shanks. So skimble shanks would be perfect Mr. Mistopheles. Um, <laughs> that's not a cat. <laughs> Cracker Jack. Carlos, watch the movie for once. Watch the movie cats. Oh but that's God. so that they respond oh. to their name. Because if you name them something with soft noises, they won't respond to their name. What do they won't be able to hear it. Catelyn? Uh, uh, hey, everybody, take a second to watch the movie Cats. It's a modern masterpiece. And, uh, you'll you know what? All. Let me take... I take back all of Robert's Corner. Go watch Cats. <laughs> Go watch Cats. That's the same, that's the same thing. Uh, well, let's all play out uh, some uh, ASMR for all of our cat fan base. <laughs> Cracker Jacker. Bye, y'all. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.